beginning we say, don't flush the toilet. Hey, welcome to the Crappy Awesome Podcast. Yeah, it's your boy Kill C Ray. Hip Hop Eddie. In the Casa. Yes. Yeah, man. Is it racist because I always say you're in the Casa? Why can't you just be in a home? You know? Um, Why? You're American. What the fuck's wrong with you? Well, kind of. I'm over here judging you like you gotta just be Spanish speaking guy. Because of it's my, the mustache, bro, or the color of my skin. No, I'm not. It's, I, I can't. It's the mustache, yeah. man. You got the Mexican mustache growing. I'm trying to get. Oh no, I can't get anything. Are you? Do you, <laughs> do you can you grow a goatee? Have you had a goatee before? I can't grow. This is as, as what you're looking at is as much as you can see. Oh man! So it doesn't connect. But I remember, this doesn't connect. I remember when you had the beard, though. That was popping. Yeah, that was just the patches of covering. I other thought patch. it looked cool, though. I thought yeah. it looked like you know you had like kind of like this rugged look. That's my vote. The beard is my vote. When you let it grow, I think it looks cool. Mm, but well, you, I know you. I know you look at mine, and it, it makes you feel irrelevant because yeah, mine it's just it's so thick and beautiful. I know. Yeah. The way the wind's hitting it, like you notice that the wind always hits it. The sun is always shining. There's, on my yeah, beard. there's a shine depending. Yeah. Always, man, depending on what I eat. <laughs> Yo, guys, welcome to Crappy Awesome Podcast. Make sure you check out everything we got going on over at our home base platformcollection.com. We are one of many uh, podcasts in a network. You can go there, check them all out. Shout out to the new shows like Felipe's Garage with Murs and Cookbook. They're over there killing it. They had Elzai on. They had, I mean, dude, they got a bunch of uh, interviews lined up. It's funny too, man. I like it. Yeah, they're yeah, they're yeah. killing it. Funniest I've ever heard cookbook be, and this is the first time I get to hear Merz in this kind of format. So Merz is hysterical. So check it out. They're doing really good, and check out all the podcasts over there. Shout out to fifty, uh, fifty, sixty. I almost said 50, 50 West. Oh. That's 60, 60 East, little brother, 50 yes. West. But uh, shout out to 60 <laughs> East, man. I've really been enjoying his show lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been, had some really cool interviews, and it's uh, he's, stepping, he's stepping the game up. Yeah, man. He, he's out there for sure. Yeah, the people are putting in the work. yo. So t- this week, we got a really, really good friend of ours. He's been, let's see, we've been friends with FM now for... A good six, six seven, seven years, year, yeah, yeah, yeah six yeah. or seven years, and uh, DJ FM. He was once DJ for Cycle Realm. We talk a little bit about that on the show. Now he's doing some really cool things. I would have to say, is it? It is an experimental, like it's an it's definitely an experimental music that he's fucking with right yeah right it, and it's what he loves he's, you know, yeah it's very much him you'll he, hear him i feel that. like as long as i've known him you know he's been a dj for you know psycho and that group has a sound it has you know that i like to think that he added to um and he definitely added to the element of the of the group itself but as a dj for a group it is it is it's a democracy most mm-hmm. of the time so when you finally get to work on your own stuff and knowing Frank like we do, what I heard, he let us hear some of the music and it was amazing. Yes. Because it, it's so him. 
Mm-hmm. You know, the, it has elements of a lot of different kind of genres. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for anybody because mm-hmm. the project's going to be coming out. I think early next year. But uh, really, we just really wanted to link up with him and just catch up with him, let you guys in on the conversation. We talk conspiracies. We yes. talk aliens. We talk, man, we talk, we talk that talk. And when FM's on, uh, he doesn't hold back. I got to say this, Eddie, I don't know if you agree. FM seems to be in the best place he's he's ever been. He's, he's shiny right now. He seems happy. Yeah, definitely. I think with him coming out with the, his music, the way he wants it in his style, what I was telling him was like, man, this is the first time I kind of see you with a whole brand new energy that it's you. Like, you are you now. His authentic self. Yeah, it's like you. And he was just like, whoa. Like, it, it, I told him it's heartwarming, your music, man. Like, yeah. Because it, it comes from the inside. It wasn't, you know, I know you're a DJ and, you know, DJs for the most part are spinning other people's other music. People's music yeah. or what does the crowd want? And it's, sometimes it's like, what is what do I want? And, yeah. But, you know, that's the business. So, but he's finally, he's there and, yeah, man, we're going to, we'll be there when he, yeah, he when had it us comes o- out. Yeah, man. when it comes out, I can't wait. Uh, he had us over to his, his new house uh, where I will not tell you it's at, um, but it's a really, was a really cool creative space. He has a studio inside, swimming pool, all the, all the goodness. And uh, he's made his own little paradise for himself. Yeah, that's nice there. So we got to go there, talk to him. And uh, yeah, man, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. Make sure you follow Official DJ FM. Yes. And uh, if you're listening to this on any of the places where podcasts are found, again, go over to platformcollection.com. You'll see some of his links there, as well as tons of dope music and other really great podcasts. So check them out. And this is our conversation with DJ FM. We'll talk to you after. So in the court, it's a harmony and friction. We document our position. Pro abolition and static, bringing those on a mission. The rendition of the street is territory counts power. Defense and attack, class with firearm showers. The iron and cast with flowers. That are violent hours. It's self affected, controlled by watchtowers. It's a nice little setting right there, right? Word. Yes. DJ FM. Yes, sir. <laughs> the illustrious yes. DJ FM. <laughs> How we doing? Yo, man, it's been how long, dude? Shit, it's been a few years. Yeah, it's it's weird because um like we're actually friends. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like like we don't it's like over the years like even though like we don't see each other like we always kind of keep track of each other cuz like we'll check in every once in a while with each other. Yeah. Just to say what's up or you know, you're in a new house and so you you know, you had us over today 
And this is literally the first time we've seen you in like yeah, five five years. Maybe? Four or five years, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Shit has changed though. Yes, sir. Shit has changed. Very much. The um let's just let's catch up catch people up like right from the beginning. Like what where when was the last time you were like officially in Psycho Room? Um I think it was twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. I believe. Yeah, yeah. Around there. So around four years ago. Yeah. So now moving forward, like did you what I mean, what are the lessons, dog? Like there's um, there's a bunch of lessons that go from being a working artist all the time to taking some time off and then to come back as a working artist. Like that has to like there has to be a lot of lessons in that shit. You know, it's it's tricky because I, I do want to say, you know, I do want to give musicians advice, but then again, I feel like uh, I'm still learning. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So um, the most I can say I've learned is that, you know, you as an individual, if, if you have it in you to do other music, other groups, other genres of music, uh, your own solo stuff whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it be if you have it in you to do it do it because you know you never know what the outcome of a group could be because a group is a thing between many individuals right and, and when you combine it's not one voice no it's not and, and when you combine you know multiple destinies and uh and and people basically you don't know what the outcome could be and you're it's not right. within your control yeah you yeah. know so it's always good to have your own little stability in the background, you know, whether it's your solo shit or your yeah. DJ stuff or whatever to fall back. It's just on. smart. Yeah. Right? Word. Yeah, and it's like um like did you feel like cuz you before we went on you said you know you had like wanted to take a break from like the business part of music, right? Yeah. And like kind of find yourself artistically again. Yeah. Like when you decided to make that choice of like, okay, I need to, I need to slow shit down a little bit. Where were you like mentally? Like, um, well, I, I honestly, I, I was, I was, I was upset. I was kind of, you know, saddened by the fact that I wasn't doing what I love yeah. uh, anymore, <laughs> which, you know, it was a big thing for me. Cause I pretty much lived for that. I, I left my home in Miami and came to California where I had no family and I, I, I right. was just making friends and I took a chance uh, with everything. Yeah. And, and with that group, I, you know, I stayed. Because you believed in it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I have kids out here. And for my kids and for my music, I, I stayed out here. I made that choice to, yeah. to you know, to hang around. And um, it, it was a long time. I was, you know, in 98, I started with them. I dipped out for a couple of years and came back and was there, you know, until like 2014 or 13, around around there. And that's shit. That's a long ass time to dedicate your life to something. Yeah. So it was hard to let go. You know, it's like a relationship or, so, sure. or something. You know, for sure it is. So that part was was kind of hard to deal with for me, um, personally. Yeah. But uh, but I kept myself busy. I was DJing. I was, wait, wait, wait. Before you move on, was it difficult because there was like anger, or was it like heartbreak? No, it was more like heartbreak. Yeah. Like sad, yeah. sadness yeah. More, than, more than anything. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't think I felt anger at all over the whole thing because if it didn't go down that way. It wasn't like an anger thing that went down. It was just, right. 
you know, I was just told, hey, this is how it is, and you know, it's this is how it's always been. Yeah. So I I, I respected that and walked, yeah walked away respectfully. So, um, yeah, the, I I I've learned my lessons, but some of them I feel like I'm still learning, so I don't really I can't really say too much. Where are you Where are you at with like um. Like we were talking about, like your your mental space, you know what I mean? Because you've always been a dude who's been like not afraid to talk about like where you are mentally or yeah. like developing yourself or like trying to expand your mind. Like where are you at there? Like are you happy? Uh, oh, now? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. What about then? Well, then I wasn't. No, I, w- no. I was surrounded by people who d- genuinely w- were kind of using me for different reasons. Yeah. And I didn't feel like they were, they, they loved me and they were my friends and yeah. they were encouraging me for anything positive and they yeah. had my back and, you know, leaving home and not having family and then being surrounded by people like that is kind of, it's, it makes it really depressing and shit. Right. You it know? seems lonely. Yeah. No, I was, I was even homeless for a while during, yeah. during those times. So imagine that shit, like being homeless, not knowing who your friends are, Right. Not, not knowing what the fuck is going to be the outcome of your future and you know if the chances you took were the right ones and now you're out here like what the fuck you know yeah so it, it was it was really difficult and then to top it off they broke in my storage i was homeless but i put all my shit in the storage and they broke in the fucking storage right. like oh my and god took your equipment yeah they stole my npc and all my beat stuff and yeah it's been tough but um I, you know, everybody goes through shit. So I'm yeah. not trying to get pity or nothing. I just learn. No, no. I just and, want people, because you've been on the show multiple times. And yeah. people always ask about you. And I want people to just be caught up with, like, the the story. Because they, they missed five years, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, like so, okay, let's let's go by the step, though. You, you get robbed. Then you, you said prior to starting the show that you never really stopped making music, though. Yeah, I... I, I somehow found a way to always practice, whether yeah. it be the turntables or or my production, which yeah. is my main thing, you know. Right. Uh, so and that made you evolve, you said, because you didn't have the MPC. Yeah, yeah. And it actually, in the midst of all that, when I began to get um, my life back together, I also became a Freemason. Oh wow! Oh yeah, I see you were wearing the ring. We're, we we got to talk yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you and apathy, huh? Uh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that. Okay, so we got it definitely. Well, we'll we'll get, we'll get to that. Wait, wait, wait. Was that wait? So is that what happened next? That's one of the things. Yeah, that I I ran into a brother who who I, I could see a lot of good in him, and I wondered, uh-huh. you know, what? How could I be a part of something like that? Yeah, and uh, and he kind of guided me and, and taught me a little bit about what. You know, because you have to be invited, right? Uh, no, no, you don't. They don't invite nobody. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's about what you want. It's about your interest in yeah. it, and whether you, you know, you, you whether it's something for you. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not for everybody. So, um, coincidentally, it's been in my family. It, my uncles have always presented that symbol around me, and I've when I've asked, they they don't want to tell me nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. very secretive. Right, and, right, and, right. That, and me being mystery dude with the mask and all that shit, yeah. like it really interests me. All, all my life, it was a big mystery. When I'd ask my mom, my mom was like, I don't know. They don't tell me anything Okay, either. so you know there's some people right now, like with their jaws open, right? This is Conspiracy Theory <laughs> FM. <laughs> and now he's in the... Like, they got to him. <laughs> they finally got to him. <laughs> they told him, take this pill. No, man. And that's the thing. It's oh, not even like man. that. You know yeah. what I mean? I, honestly, like, I felt like if I can live my life doing music and collecting shit for me, what yeah. am I going to do to give back? You know, God's looking at me like, okay, yeah. you did good with that. But, but what, what do you owe? What, what have you done for yeah. anybody but you? 
Yeah. And I thought this would be the perfect flat p- platform for something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? A little bit of philanthropy, something that I've never got a chance to do. Wow. So what what was the experience? I know you can't talk about a whole lot, but what is the what what was the experience with because here here again, right? Like through the story of FM, like here again is FM taking a, a risk, like, okay, I, here's almost like a new community. Yeah. I wanna do because you've always been like that. Yeah. Like you know, I've I've heard all the rumors. I've yeah. heard all everything negative on, yeah. online. Oh, I'm but, sure you had. But, but I know my yeah. I know my family, dude. And these yeah. dudes were good people who out of everybody else in my family, they were the only ones that were going out there and yeah. doing shit for their community and helping people that they had they got nothing back from. Yeah. They just wanted to do good, dude. Yeah. And to me that shit if, the action it, spoke louder yeah, than the words. Yes, man. Yeah. So I was like, look, whatever it is that the big wigs, I don't know, yeah. It's probably never going to be me, but yeah. I, I see something good here, man, and I want to be a part of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that's it. There's nothing else, really. <laughs> I mean... You know me, dude. I'm I not... know you. No. <laughs> I mean, you... And you know, I, 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 mean, I, don't, I could give a shit either way. Like, I think it's... Um, I, I, just think, <laughs> I just think it's so funny, like, because... In a good way, by the way, because you can tell, like, like... You're a genuine person, man, and I can always tell when you're sincere. You know what I mean? Like, so it's super easy to know, like, yeah, that he's really about that. But you, I, it doesn't surprise me, though, is what I'm saying. Cause, like, I feel like you've always kind of been aware of the idea of, like, you're blessed. Like, whether yeah. it's through your talent, your position in life, whatever, you're blessed. And you've, yeah. you've never, like, denied that part. No, not at all. I, I know it. Yeah, and I, and I've never been a religious dude, but I've always been spiritual, and I've always believed in God. Yeah, I've yeah. had a very you know close relationship to him because I've spent a long, a lot, a lot of my life alone. Yeah, my mom dumped me off at a boarding school, military school, yeah, 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 sent yeah. me off to Panama. I was always alone as a kid. I didn't have no brothers or sisters, so and then I come out here, I'm alone. So my relationship with God is very, very close. I, yeah, I, you know what I mean. He's the only one I got to talk to. Do you, do you, do you <laughs> yeah. feel like you know? Because I'm an only child as well, and like, do you feel like? Um, and because I wonder about this sometimes, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know that being an only child, it's like a super unique position, right? Like the perspective is very different, yeah, right? Because comparisons aren't always available. Or, and they're rarely there, like you know what I mean. But so but true, negative man. and positive, right? Like yeah. you don't you don't necessarily get compared to your brother, but you don't got a brother, like yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like so, it's a give and take thing. And like I've always wondered, like, oh, is there ways that I am that other people are like that's we- that's kind of weird. Your like, only child too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. So I, I've always wondered, like, like well, not always. Like as I gotten older, and I'm like, yo like responsibility for self and what I'm putting out there. Right. And like, I started to think like, there's got to be things that I do that people who are not only children are like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. there has to be, yeah, there yeah, has yeah, to be yeah. because that's how I feel about them. Yeah, like right, sometimes right, right. like, like I, one of the conversations I Eddie comes with from a big family. So I'm like, what is it like? What is it like to have like, like your bro, like your bro, it's just another dude in the house. Yeah. Like, what is that? That's yeah. weird. Yeah, like, yeah, what is yeah. that like? Right? Because yeah, all my brothers shit. have been chosen. Yeah. Right? Like, I chose these people yeah. as my brothers. Like, where in that case, like, 
Like I don't even I wouldn't I wouldn't I can't even comprehend the etiquette. Like what's the etiquette? Exactly. You know what I mean? So the, so that being said, if I find that strange, there's got to be shit about us where like people who do have brothers and sisters go like, "What the fuck?" Like there's some, either you, I <laughs> Well, mean, I'll tell you what. I yeah. do I do always feel like I it's hard for me to fit in yeah. certain certain, you know, places. I I do feel like it's it's hard to fit I, in. I'm one of those dudes who could go to a bar and club and just be by myself. Like, yeah, yeah. Real yeah. really easy like but I mean, I, I because I did move around a lot. I have I you know learned how I, to socialize. I know how to socialize. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I, I choose to uh, who I choose to socialize with. I kind of I'm very picky yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm basically like a, a loner. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think that's what made me a loner is growing up and not having siblings to share shit with and whatnot. So it makes me wonder that right, like in a group dynamic, it's it's interesting, like. Do you know if Jack, Jack or any of them, were, were you the only only child? Do you know? In the group? Yeah. Well, obviously Jack and Duke, they're brothers. Yeah, oh yeah, that's um, right. yeah. But uh, uh, Cynic, yeah, he has a brother, Soda. Yeah, so, okay, so, right, so in a group dynamic where everybody's has brothers and sisters or has some reference to not being an only child, right, and then there's an only child, like, you don't, it's, what I'm saying is it's not hard to, like, understand, like, when groups eventually hit a point where growth is not possible anymore within <laughs> yeah. the group yeah yeah I you know what i mean yeah. like it's it's totally understand like yeah yeah i guess that would fucking happen like mm-hmm. right and so you went through this transition you start when did you when did you come back to like music where like what happened when you were like to get you back in that mode um i think i i kind of snapped out of it at some point i, I don't know what it was exactly, you know, I don't listen to much new music. Yeah. I kind of keep my head buried in the shit that I want to make music like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least for right now. Right. And that's kind of why I have been trying not to DJ either, because then you got to get in that DJ mode and you got to play what people like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, I'm going to stay away from that shit. It's the exact opposite of where you want to be right now. Yes. So I've purposely been trying not to DJ so I can keep my head in this, like mentality, yeah. And one of the things I, I concentrate on is is ministry. I've always been a heavy fan, yeah, of Al Jurgensen and what that dude does. I like groups like Tool, yeah. You know what I mean, and then when it comes to hip hop, you know, production wise, like I'm I'm open to anything that's. Dude, you know what I thought you were gonna say right now, huh? by the way. What? Just because I gotta say this what? as I'm looking at your ring when you were like. Yeah, I've always been into ministry. I was like, this motherfucker became a minister. Like, <laughs> so I thought the that's same what thing. I thought at man. first, I was, I was like, like oh, this yeah. shit is about to get crazy. Right? <laughs> no, ministry is a being set yeah, up. It's like yeah. a '80s, '90s yeah. industrial My rock mind. group. But yeah. dude was so ahead of his time, man. He was putting samples, like yeah. literally movie clips and samples, the kind of shit that when you hear my beats, you do a lot. I yeah, do yeah. a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, it, 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 that's like the influence. Cinematic music, yeah, yeah, and that's the influence. And uh, you know, I think, I think watching him make something new inspired me, man. Because I thought, look at this dude. Like he's he came out before when I was a kid. He was already outputting music. Yeah, this dude's older. He's putting out music today, and that shit sounds as hard or even better yeah. than the shit he did back then. Yeah, it's fucking incredible. If you close your eyes and just you're not looking at this dude, you're just hearing this music. You're, yeah, it's mind blowing. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. Like, can I can I just fucking let, get this out of my head and I'm gonna do what I love with no restrictions. Yeah. There's no type of fan or following that I have right now because Psycho Realm fans they they love 
um, my like the fans that have followed me from Psycho Realm, they know that I fuck with rock and hip hop. Right, right, right. They just know because it's always been in my mix. Right. It's always been in my and style. You've always beats. been open about it. Yeah. Yeah. So the few heads that you know followed me from there, they 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 got love for both. Yeah. In fact, I think you said you if you had not gone down the trail of hip hop, you'd probably be doing some rock shit. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I my my first dream always was. Mm-hmm. Um, when I came to California originally. I wanted to do a group. It was it was gonna be called Black Havana. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and still, yeah, and that's you know my Cuban roots. Yeah, and and black because it was of dark music. It wasn't no happy yeah. radio shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I always wanted to make that statement that I'm you know I'm Latino in in this business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I didn't want it to be cheesy, and I didn't want it to be something that I used to get to pull people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it had to be something obscure, like real just. Not direct, you know what I mean? But now with my friend uh, Frankie, yeah, we started this thing called American Bastards. Yeah. And it's basically, oh shit. So um, American Bastards is basically making the same statement. Right. So I'm I'm, a, I'm an immigrant, I mean son of immigrants and shit, yeah. you know what I mean? So to me, I, I, that's how I've always felt in this country. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know? So... Um, the statement's still there, but, and, and the thought of, you know, me as, uh, like I was in psycho room, but I always had the vision that I wanted to do my, this group, my, my own thing, something. And you guys know that yeah. I was fucking with that band in Long Beach back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's uh-huh. been other bands that have come and gone that yeah, I've tried, tried to a connect bunch of different projects. With. Yes. Yeah. And there are people that I try to connect with to bring out and manifest that vision that I have. And I've never been able to find the right team. Yeah. Like these guys have all been excellent musicians, but not fitting to the puzzle. To the vision. To the puzzle that yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm trying to put together. And it, it finally happened with, with Frankie. Yeah. Um, he goes by Frankie Knuckles or Frankie Bistolas. Uh-huh. He was in uh, Legion of Slugs and he's a uh, Duke's homeboy. Yeah. Basically, that's how I met him. Through Duke. Yeah, they were they were working together and uh I, I met him through, you know, different venues and, and different events and stuff and at Duke's Pad. And I was like, yo, dude's dope because he, he's like me. He likes rock and he likes hip hop and he's mm-hmm. kind of from the same era. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is dope. We should work together. He's like, yo, and I play guitar. And I was like, what? And, wow. And he's like a metalhead. So he's like shredding. You know what I mean? Like I could pick up a guitar and play a couple little riffs for a sample or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like anybody could do. Yeah. But this dude's killing it. You know, he's like a guitar player. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And 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 the exact kind that I wanted, the dude who understood these genres that I like, right? But he can and he could now give me that shit. You and know? it was authentic. Yeah, because the bands I always fuck with were like rock bands. They yeah. weren't really hip hop heads. Yeah, you know what I mean, and they didn't know that language. Yeah. yeah, or or they did, but they didn't understand it in my way. Yeah. And Frankie is the one that I truly connected with that in that way. You How know? did it come about though? Like. He just reached out, or you reached out, or uh, like- well, he he hit me up about DJing because he he did a hip hop album, a solo album, yeah. af- after Legion, and uh, and he asked me, you know, hey, once in a while when I get these gigs, you mind coming through and getting on the tables for me? I don't have a DJ, that'd be kind of dope. And I was like, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, and uh, and that was actually one of the only things that I was doing on my on my like downtime from music. Yeah, um, was getting up and doing those gigs with him, you know. 
And I didn't mind because it was something along the lines of what I was right, already right, right, feeling, right. you know? Was, and you already stepping in that direction. Yeah. And so when we started to uh, rehearse for, for shows and stuff like that, we started talking about bringing the guitar and throwing some beats around. And yeah. he, st he started throwing some beats at me, and I started adding to him and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And then uh, and then we just he hit me up with his name, and, I, and he said, uh, Bastard Nation. And I was like, that's dope. I like that. There's something about it that that I, I, it really sticks to me, but I just, I, it's something missing, you know, and I, and I said, American Bastards, how's that? And he was like, I like it. And I was like, all right, done. Because wow. that, that's how I feel, you know? Yeah. I just, I, and especially in California, man, there's so many different races here and shit, and I grew up around just a bunch of Cubans in Miami. Yeah. I, I never felt racism like that. I know nobody, everybody was equal to me. Nobody talked to me, talked yeah. down to me, yeah. or grabbed their fucking purse and walked away scared like they do here. You know, like yeah. all this shit I experienced in California I'm, that pisses me the fuck off. I'm ready it's, to start talking shit. It's super interesting, <laughs> man, because um, like it's, it, I can tell you as a Californian and as a Mexican, right? Like, it's super easy, and this is just in middle. Like, it's super easy for me to forget that you're you have Cuban roots, and it's a very different journey. And yeah. It's a very different mm -hmm. perspective on life, on like, America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're definitely still you have um like that that. A blue collar mentality, right? Like when it when you approach your work, like it's yeah. very much this, and um, and like it's about the work, and yeah. like, and then you also have this perspective of being alone again, like right, like you're an only child, and then now you're an only child of immigrants, right? And then as an an only child of immigrants, you had to like constantly look for a home, yeah, in a place that wasn't like the most like welcoming no right like for sure <laughs> yeah and so it has to shape the way you look at life right no shit yeah right because it could take you one of two ways right like it, it could either give you perspective on what it seems like you are doing where like you haven't let it break your empathy for people 
or you could just go the other direction, right, and find a fucking clock tower. Like go this. postal and shit. Yeah, because I mean, that's what happens, right? Like, yeah. No, but this is this is my method of going postal. Yeah. I do it via music. Yeah. You know, I'm not literally yeah. losing it. And it's not anti-American shit. It's yeah. not. It's nothing, because I'm fucking proud to be American. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I live here. I'm not going to talk shit about where I live, because yeah. I don't piss where or shit where I eat. Yeah. You know, and I, and I got love, because my, my family came from... You know, communism. We ran from that shit right. to, for a better life, and we got it here. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah. But let's, it doesn't not, erase the let's facts. not ignore the facts. Right. See what I mean? There's a lot of shit that has to be fixed. And and in the political environment, that's great. That shit just set me on fire, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, Trump coming out and being the fucking douchebag he is just... That's right. We haven't talked to you since then. Just set me off, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, there you go. Oh. It, it, it literally lit a fire in me and made me want to talk about a bunch of shit that has been on my mind you know and i'm 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 just one of the few people here uh writing for this group right you know what i mean right but but the mentality is the same like frankie thinks along the same lines like the same social issues political whatever it may yeah. be he's feeling the same shit Do, where, you know, where were you when trump won um, I was here. I was here in California, watching it on TV. And watching it on TV, dude. Fucking uh, in shock. Just like no yeah. way. This like everyone else. Reality TV show. Yeah. Douchebag. Yeah. Is about to win this shit. I live. I live right here near Huntington Beach. Yeah. As you know. Yeah. And somebody came knocking at my door, preaching that shit. You need to vote for Trump. And I was wow. like. I'm sure there's a high voter, <laughs> high Trump voter average out here, right? Orange <laughs> County? Oh, yeah. I'm for sure. There's no doubt about that. But, it, you know, it, it's interesting to see, you know, Christian conservatives, like, um, evangelists, yeah. uh, you know, these Christian uh, uh, Republican conservative yeah. people following a guy who's clearly... Not a, Christian at you know, all. Yeah. Just lacking morally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And ethically, everything, dude. He's yeah, just it, terrible I mean, person. Like, it's weird. Uh, I just had a conversation with, with somebody about that, and like that fact, right? That you just said, because it is a fact. It, that is his base. The fact that they follow him makes it quite obvious that it's about race. You know what it reminds right? me of? It's not about anything. No, else. exactly. That's right. exactly right. You know what it reminds me of? Hmm. Have you ever seen the 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 movie the the trilogy of the Omen? Yes, and the last one's called the final chapter when he's he's gonna be like president or some shit. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. He's like a, a like politician. That happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But but he has these moments when he goes into these caves to talk to his people, and it's in secret. Yeah. But they're just like, yes, sir. Yeah. Like all like hypnotized. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just that's how it seems like a blind following. Like anything the guy says, they'll support, no matter how morally wrong. I think wrong, it's hard. No I what. think for as a as a Christian conservative person who is like racist right for a person like that it's hard for a person like that to not see trump as like oh shit we might get our what like we might really get what we want yeah which is just us yeah pretty much like because they look at him and they're like this might be our only chance mm-hmm. right because what, what so the, they're willing to, to accept all the exactly, evil shit behind this dude exa- just to get their way it's the same thing with the with uh with republicans they're in yeah. there kissing his ass because they, they they're, they're like we're gonna use this idiot he's gonna help us get all this shit done dude, i mean is there nobody any, let us do before is there any way that it ends well for trump at the end no <laughs> I, right I, like, I doubt there's it no way 
I doubt it. I mean, just in life, like it's not yeah. going to turn out well, right? You, yeah, you know, there was a guy that followed him for years and wrote a book about him. Yeah, and he says that the way it's gonna, in his mind, the way it's gonna end is that he's just gonna bail out and say some shit like, "Yeah, I'm gonna leave." Yeah, like but, I tried, right? Like, but that, you guys wouldn't let me. That way, he wouldn't go completely down. Yeah, with, you know, I believe with that. The ship. He's trying to bail out. That's probably my bet too. I wouldn't doubt it. I feel like that. I mean, he doesn't give a shit about us. He's man. not Let's winning. Let's face it. He won't win again. I know. Like that's not going to happen because uh, it's going to be critical mass at this point. I don't doubt anything. Dude, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely hear you, but I, but here's the problem that I feel. Okay, you know how like when Obama left office, there was still like he's still my president. That talk, right? Yeah. You think that they're not going to do that? <laughs> I mean, that's like like headed towards like civil war type shit. Yeah, right? no doubt. Literally. Well, this country's never been more divided than yeah, since the Civil absolutely, War. I'll tell you that. Right? No, yeah. I mean, that's hard numbers. That's that how, shows that. Now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's – okay, so let me ask you this, man. Your perspective, right? From from your um, – in this, in this uh, country, like your minority perspective. Like I have mine. I'd love to hear what yours is when it comes to um, like what is it that are – like our people – are doing that allowed such things to happen? Well, it's it's not so much that we allowed it to happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, historically, I don't think we were we we were disadvantaged, so to speak, right? Um, at, at a time when I mean, it's it's just like like uh, in, I don't know if it's War of the Worlds or one of those alien movies where they're taking over and they're like it just they came in right and they were already a bit more advanced. Right. They they pulled in on a tribal civilization, right. conquered them, took over their shit. They started in a lead. Yeah. Right. But you're still talking about somebody who came in here and started taking. So what happened <laughs> they to didn't They didn't come in here and partake equally and decide that, you know, hey, yeah. we're going to split everything. Let's, let's make this right. They right. were like, we deserve this shit. This should be should be ours. We're taking it. We're going to do something better than what you've done. Yeah. And uh, we, we believe that for the better. I, what whatever the case, sure, it, it, you would think that things would be a little bit more balanced now. That people would be right at a point where they, where they would realize that these were primitive times, and that, that that was it was fucked up to think that way. Yeah, but let's leave that in the past. Let's move on. Let's make things better now. Yeah, let's think a little bit more advanced. Let's be that next level civilization. You know. Yeah. That that you know people always use try to sound smart when right. they say the the shifting of the of the paradigms but yeah. it, but you do want that massive like i mean wave do you of people see that changing happening any way within the system that's there now it's already happening look at the yeah. way kids are protesting about guns mm -hmm. look at the the me too movement all that shit you know they want to call them snowflakes or whatever but the point is that people are getting fed up with shit that's been mm -hmm. wrong where do you see it hitting a critical mass i why well, I, I like I, what does a critical mass in america look like I, have they have they killed the revolution out of us no 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 it's 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 happening it's just a gradual process now. yeah like there's things are being changed gradually and people are starting to say okay i know that's been happening for a long time but that doesn't make it right yeah let's yeah. let's fix that yeah let's make it let's make that right now you know yeah. what i mean and i i, I see that in in, a, in a, like i said like the me too movement and yeah. all that shit but um but what about look at this is something that Eddie and I were talking about like one of my because I I'm I am 
at this moment, I definitely feel like the only way to change anything is like a complete breakdown of the current system. And this is why. Because of this one thing, right? Like, this is the best example, I think, that shows that. Policing, right? Mm -hmm. And the concept of police is forever going to be what it is right now, right? Because the reality is of what a police officer should be is like almost like a Buddhist priest who right. also, you know, what has I mean? enough discipline to not abuse his authority, but right, yet right. he's going no, yeah. to maintain order. Yeah, but also has a relationship with the community that it polices, exactly. right? And that, it, that it's super important. Exactly. There is nothing even close within the bylaws of any police jurisdiction no. that will ever get us to that point. In fact, it's going the other direction. Yeah. So policing disconnect. can't yeah. even exist in its form right now for anything to ever change. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm, what I what I do see happening that I believe is a big part of what's gonna create change. Yeah. And I know a lot of people hate this, but it's it's biracial mixing. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. After after a while, our kids are gonna be so right. mixed. Right. That. They're gonna race isn't gonna matter. Race isn't gonna freaking matter right. because they're gonna have that tradition embedded with them inside of them, and they're gonna look at things from a different perspective. They're gonna be like, "Wait a minute, my dad is whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. My mom is whatever. That's not cool." Yeah, you know what I mean. Just like uh, another thing that's changing is kids are growing up with a different mentality now that they're approaching science as well. Yeah, they're in these laboratories dealing with products that used to damage people and hurt people yeah. and cause cancer and whatnot, and nobody ever gave a shit because profit was always more important than anything else yeah. right well now these kids are like fuck that my mom uses talcum powder my dad or whatever and these kids are ratting out these companies yeah. and they're going down and little by little all these fucking people who were were living for money all the greed all the all just conceptually wrong uh, m uh, m money uh driven companies in, with no uh moral, cons moral yeah. conception for people or giving a shit period of how what consequences it caused now are having to face they're they're you know these 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 kids who are ratting them out yeah because like I said their parents are, are are using products and they just people are changing I, I don't think I think I there think used to be a time when people were just okay with all that shit yeah you know what I mean oh it's smoking cigarettes everything in public all that shit little by little things started changing because people were like no we're real we you think you think fifty years ago people read labels and gave a shit about what they ate right, or right. reading nobody gave a shit about that now people are literally paying attention to what their bodies are intaking what chemicals are in the food like nobody gave a shit about any of those things so everybody ultimate, would just follow 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 for, so the ultimate question for someone with those ideas <laughs> is do we change do we reach change first or do the robots kill us? because <laughs> i know you got to have some thoughts on like artificial intelligence oh no doubt no yeah. doubt uh the terminator yeah. theory mm -hmm. like they're all one day they're gonna get so advanced they're just gonna turn on us and shit and I realize mean, that so we're just i've done a bunch of research on the ai right so this is this is first let's just look at the facts <laughs> google is probably gonna develop like the first ai because they're putting all their money into it right? yeah like they're moving in into our homes, like with the Google and Amazon shit, like all yeah. all that's a, it's a part of artificial intelligence, self-driven cars, right? All so that shit. this year they also bought the largest robotics company in the world, right? Do you think that those departments are not talking? Like they just don't have anything to do with each other at all? Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. This is a company that creates technology 
biggest robotics company, AI. Of course that's what of course that's what we're going to have, right? But here's the problem, and this is the only problem that I see with AI because I can see of course AI is going to make at least for a stretch, life is going to be nice. Right. For sure, for sure that's going to happen. Yeah. Before the shit hits oh, the wall, the Jetsons and shit. Yeah, it's well. The, the thing is, like, dude, like, the, they're talking about like the implementation of like nano speakers, right? Like, yeah. nano speakers will literally just be out there, so you could just be walking down the street and be like, "Hey, what's the name of that thing?" and just get an answer, like, to your yeah. yeah. So that will change perspective as a whole in life because one, the hope is right. Like, the hope in a great functioning community would be that then you would take that extra time to expand yourself right but that's not america so the reality is there's going to be a large group of people who right. go the other direction right? right they're just dumb as fuck right? like literally not maintaining any bit of knowledge right yeah so as that starts to happen and by the way i'm being fucking like nice and saying there's going to be a group there's going to be half <laughs> like that's the truth a like shit ton of the it. numbers show right now yeah yeah no doubt the numbers are going to be just as relevant the ones that are relevant now are going to be relevant then yes and so there's going to be this large group of people that are going to basically give their lives up to the machine right and then we're at a point where scientists today then this is something that's happening today this is a world debate should there be rules to AI? And there are a large amount of scientists who believe, no, there should not, because that's not real science. Real science has no limits. Yeah. If we're going to create a consciousness, then it needs to be true consciousness. Right. And there is no world law stopping them from doing that right now. Yeah, well, it, we you, already you've have. You've heard Tesla talk about it. Like, he's, you know, uh, uh, Stephen Hawking, that was his big thing right before he died. Like, yeah. there needs to be some oversight in AI. There has to yeah. be an exit button. Right. There has to be. And there's scientists that are like, nah. Google's like, nah. Well, I've seen a Japanese scientist yeah. who was designing a robot who is self-teaching. Yeah. You know, as, as it's going, it's learning. It's so it, those are the dangers. Like, it's going to that is how, definitely how much it, how much can it learn? And at one point, will we just be of no use to them? Right. Because, because <laughs> one of the things that in AI, right? So this is, for people who are not familiar, familiar, it is, the best way to envision it is artificial intelligence is a brain that does not shut off and it only problem solves forever. Yeah. All, like every second and quicker than we could ever imagine, right? So it will very quickly get to a point that, realizes that uh, it'll just see us for what we really are the things that we all know that we really are like consumers of the land we kill shit we we kill everything really right like everything that's not us we kill it yeah everything that is not us we kill it right. all of it we've killed it it's like how we've been described in the in the matrix like exactly. we're, a, we're a virus we just spread but and it is that's the reality spread if you're if your if your function is to create the best possible place then why would it determine that we're the best thing to have around? Like monkeys yeah. are better than we are. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're not fucking shooting people and shit. Like, yeah. so it would be a very easy determination. And obviously like that, it, it is one theory, right? Because I am also all aboard and like, yo, if life could get way better than dope, like if right. I can have a fucking hospital in my house, dope, like yeah. all that shit. 
But just like with any technology, there'll be a class split first. The early benefiters of AI are not going to be a, a lower class, right? And the, the dude, think about this. Africa skipped. There's parts of Africa that skipped having landlines, period. Yeah. They went from nothing to cell phones. And yeah. the technology, but for them, it was such a, a long fucking hard road for them to get there because things had to get affordable. Things yeah. had to get smaller. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so the beginning of AI is only going to be benefit the top half of the world. Yep. And then it's kind of up to what they do with it. And so far they can't be trusted because they fuck everything up. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. And so I can't see, like, I, I want to know where your hope comes from. Cause it's, I, I'm down with it. I want that because when I look at shit, it looks pretty grim. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I do have hope in humanity. I do. One of the things that I do think about a lot is that, like I said, that interbreeding because it seems like, and I, I don't, I'm, I, I definitely, I, I'm, I'm analyzing everything as it's being presented to me politically. Everything in the world right now is, it seems to me like it's, it's almost like the re, re, repetition, like a, right. a '60s environment, right. like the protesting, the, the anti-war shit, the. You know, people starting to not trust their government and yeah. not knowing, you know, which side to take, you know, Republican, Democrat, all this shit is like the world's on fire right now. And uh, it, it just seems like, like in that little documentary I put on my IG, yeah, it's saying that basically these are the times that it brings out the most artistic part of people. You know what I mean? It brings yeah. out the best in people. Yeah. You would think that the world is on fire and we're all going to sink, but it's actually that moment where we're at the precipice, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That humans tend to do something good and prove that we're we're better than that, you know? Yeah. There is value to us, that there is good in us. Yeah. Not everybody is a fucking Trump, you know, wannabe, you know? Yeah. Some people in this world want better. And, I, you know, if I can do that through music, I mean, Bob did it through music. Yeah. There's a lot of people that did it, you know, peacefully. How do you... I'm, I don't do it peacefully. I'm going to do it kind of angrily Yeah, because my music is kind of aggressive. But it does have these moments where it, it, does, it does have these passive moments. Like, I, I look at groups like Pink Floyd, for example, where they, they can reach these intense, like, almost dramatic peaks and, and, and they're really dark and then all of a sudden they turn into this serene moment. Yeah. And you're following the lyric and, the, and the, you're in this moment. It's like watching a movie, but it's all audio. Yeah. So I, I want to create that environment and just kind of take people to a place where they can picture. They, I take them through the, the vision of the fucked up world, and then I let them picture what the new world could be. Yeah, you know, and then I, I, and then I leave it in their hands. Like I'm out, but you, you know, what are you? Dude, what do? It, what has kept your um, like your faith through the ups and downs? Like you said, like you've been at low points, you've been at really high. Because look at me, look at where I'm at. Like yeah. you see me. I'm living okay. I'm healthy. Yeah. I'm happy. Like he, no matter what, I'm I'm always okay. You know what I mean? He's always provided some method, some way. As long as I try to do right, I feel like he's gonna take care of me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see people receive their karma, or the universe comes back to haunt them, or whatever. Yeah. And it's really because they've set themselves up to lose by doing a bunch of bad shit. I'm not perfect. I've yeah. done my own shit and I've had my own karma to deal with. Yeah. And I, but I've accepted it. I never said, "Hey man, this is fucked up. It shouldn't happen to me." I was like, "No, nah, man. You know, you've done what you've done and now you got to pay the price." And yeah. and I felt like I've I've paid my price and now I I can change and do better. You know, there's 
I forgot what fucking I think Vanilla Sky is. They said oh, yeah. every every passing moment is a chance to turn it all around. Yeah, and that's how I looked at it. Like you know, like God's keeping me here because He's giving me the chance to turn it around. Yeah. So that's what. So I did. you got you got no choice but to yeah. see it through. Yeah. And 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 artistically, like we were talking about before the interview, mm-hmm. I'm at that point where I feel like I can make something. And it's completely from the heart. I don't have to cater to anybody. I can just do right. it how I love it. Right. And then if if you know if the fans are there, they're there. And you know, I, I don't know how to promote my IG. I don't know how to get fans yeah. to to follow me. I don't know how to do all that shit. I'm gonna have to face that at some point. Yeah. But right now I don't give a shit about any of that. Yeah. I just wanna make the best fucking album I could possibly make. Even if it's the last one I make. I just wanna make something incredible. And whatever happens after that, if I can continue, great. But I, I really see a vision with American Bastards. I, I think it could be. What What are we looking incredible. at, like time timeline wise? Do you guys have anything yet? I I want it to be 2019. I okay. Would, I, I, we have a lot of songs so far, um, but I I want a lot more to choose yeah, from. Yeah. And then I want to be able to immediately start putting out more shit. So I want to have a, a stockpile of dope shit. You know. It's, yeah, it's very important nowadays for sure. Yeah, man. So we're just creating material. Um, putting together videos, um, just a bunch of dope shit. Just so when I start dropping bombs, I'm gonna drop them hard. Yeah, you know, people are gonna see something in me and and from me that they never imagined. That's for sure. That's dope, man. Yeah. Yo. Okay. So we definitely have to talk about this. Um, beginning of this year, the New York Times and the New York Post simultaneously posted what they said was the first proof of ufos <laughs> yeah yeah so, we've been talking about it for years so right? yeah so you you're the first person i thought of when i saw it i, I was like wondering like oh i wonder what he thinks about this right yeah. and so since then the story has come out like the basically the story is ever evolving right but it seems like the american psyche has been like prepared pretty well for like this right because this was like confirmed right like somebody somebody um i forgot who it was but they 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 made me see like how that worked right because it was two papers and i believe it one of them was the new york times i believe it was two it was two out of new york that both posted the story right right that was pentagon confirmed this is the this they, they had an had interview with pilots who yes, officially pilot. saw it. Yeah, yeah the uh leg leg leguizamo or something like that. There's some guy it, it basically it was it was tied to Tom DeLong's um to the Stars Academy. Have you heard of this? No. Okay, so Tom DeLong, you know who Tom DeLong is? No, I don't. From Blink 182, oh, Tom shit. DeLong, okay, right? Gotcha. Okay, so about a couple years ago there was a um WikiLinks that came out, right? Um, and in the WikiLinks papers, through all this stuff with John Podesta, who at the time was Obama's cabinet, right? right. He worked with the Clintons. He, in fact, he came from the Clintons to Obama. High-level officials, right, having um, conversations about some of the stuff that's pertinent to, like, even the Trump case now, right? Like, it's it's evolved into that. But in those emails... There was also other conversations with Tom DeLong, right? And Tom DeLong was going to keep this under wraps, but WikiLeaks outed him. 
Tom DeLonge was having meetings with a team of people. And, and so how this came about is still kind of debated, but apparently his brother is a, it works for CIA. Um, and his dad has always been in politics. I didn't know that, but that can be confirmed. Like his dad has been in politics. So he had this kind of opening and he'd always been into UFOs, always been into research. No shit. Worked his way to a point to Podesta where Podesta basically, and since then, by the way, like there's a, a UF, uh, UFOologist, Grant Cameron, um, who's kind of like seen as the, one of the more trusted authorities, right? He doesn't really chase like, he his whole thing is like it's not it's not even green little men. He's like that's what people think it is. It's not that. It's never been that. That has been like a front from the beginning. Like, and his thing was like this is they've done this throughout the years, and like Tom DeLonge is just like the new choice because he does have a more modern platform. He can put shit out on Twitter, and so that video is in their ownership, right? As well as um investments from bigelow aerospace which bigelow aerospace is wait what video so the the video of the of the ufo that was posted right that gotcha. cnn took right, all that right, stuff, right, right, right. that's in their possession they have it plus 24 other so videos. are you saying that that's the reason why it got out no i'm just saying so when it came out the reason you you know that at least this information was given to us is because stories don't break like that at two different papers they're competing papers Ah, right there is no way that it would be like yo you're on you're on this fucking story fm you go out and then you're gonna break it for your paper right like because that's a big deal and then you simultaneously go to the competitor and go like we're gonna break it too like you don't get anything out of that that's not how it works that's not how media works so that's how you know that that was a very constructed thing put out right and i'm not saying that it's not the video's fake or any of that. I'm not saying any of that. I, I, you know, I believe it for sure. Yeah. But <clears throat> disclosure is definitely a planned thing. For sure. Yeah. That's for sure a planned thing. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about classified information. So, right. Nobody's just going to step up and give you that. Right. And, and I it's... feel like when they dropped the video, the majority of America was response was like, yeah, yeah, we always knew. And then <laughs> life just kind of went on, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was crazy to me because I was like, what the fuck?
Well, you know, there's a, there's a video on YouTube that's it's a really good uh, compilation uh-huh. of UFO footage. Yeah, and uh, actual news uh, casts uh, uh, talking and broadcasting about these right. uh, sightings and shit. And it's a compilation of just back to back, you know, CNN and then uh, yeah. RT overseas, like all the different TV yeah. stations are like Al Jazeera, re- re- yeah, yeah. Re- reporting literally on sightings and showing footage of some incredible shit. Yeah, there's one out there if you look up like. Uh, UFOs news, and then you see like these two newscasters on there. Yeah, you'll, you'll see like a, a, a shit ton on there. So people have always had their you know their ideas like okay, there, there's something out there. We don't yeah. know what it is. Government knows something, but we'll never know, man. Yeah. We'll never know. They 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 tease you like that because it, it helps it helps people just shut the fuck up, basically. Yeah. You know, it's like okay, look, yes, yes, there's something out there, whatever. We don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. Let it go. It's kind of what I feel they did. Let me ask you this. I don't think it was true disclosure. Like, there's fucking aliens out there. We know who they are. We talk to them. We interact with them. Grant Cameron said that one of the CIA ways of uh, disclosure is usually a seven-year process, right? So he's like, he and he doesn't know why. Like, he's just like, that's apparently that's just how they like to do things within seven what years. What if we find out that the pilot is really just an actor and shit? He was I mean, even a it, pilot. It, or... Dude, here's the thing. For for me, right? It doesn't fucking matter because I've seen one. Yeah, I know. It doesn't I, me too, fucking yeah. matter. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter what they say, but what it is and, like, the footage that, yeah, that I've seen more of recent and the things that I've heard people who are way more educated on the topic than I am, like, it, it is leading to for me to believe one of the options I had always thought, right? And so Grant Cameron had a great way of explaining it. He's like, if for like the layman, like the easiest way to explain explain it is, it is less like beings from outer space and more like magic. And he's like, so he's like, when you start to really think about what that statement is, right? He's like, because he wrote a book called, I think, uh, Protecting Magic. And he's like, so when we think of, we're we're only seeing things within what we can visualize within our reality, right? So even if we see something that we have never seen and have no reference point, the reality is you don't see it because it doesn't exist within your reality, right? You have no way to file it in your Right, there's no way to file it away, right? right? So. So you are only seeing, and your mind, and the mind is a problem solver. It tries to put things in order exactly. for you, so you can yeah. see things, right? But like he talks more about like that. It's always been interdimensional. He's like, it's always been, and he's like, and like the the interviewer is talking to him like, so like you know, elaborate on the magic thing. He's like, look, everything that people have reported is true. Everything, and he's like that lends itself more to like actual science like in a multiverse right yeah. like what they what they assume we're in right and then so i was watching this video and i started going down the rabbit hole a little bit right. and then i see this debate with uh who's the scientist uh, he's like that pop scientist big mustache black guy uh oh yeah 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 uh fuck what is his fucking name yeah yeah uh yeah ah oh, fuck Eddie just said it no, Degra- not DeGrasio. It's it'll come to me right yeah. now. But anyways, he was having a a debate, and they had to do this yearly debate. And one of the debaters was this scientist who found. Um, I don't know if you saw, saw this, but he found the best way to describe it. And this is math beyond my comprehension. Anyways, I don't fucking understand it for shit. But 
within the genetic code of the universe, right, there is a code that is more similar to a, go a Google search engine than it is to anything they've ever seen. Like it's an actual computer code, right? Um, which that part doesn't surprise me as much. I know everything is math around us. I know exactly. like it's all ones and zeros. Yeah, right? Everything can be defined by numbers. Right. So, but the theory he then came up and published was that the odds of this world being not a simulation are astronomically against it's against the fact that like this they're saying this is a simulation and this is why because humankind is definitely in a it, heading towards a place where the creation of actual simulations is a goal like it, it is what we want to do right not just for people's enjoyment or whatever it's a problem solver we can run scenario universal scenarios yeah Constantly, and that's what AI is going to be able to do. It's exactly. going to have that kind of process in an accelerated form right. beyond what we can do. Beyond, right? yeah. So exactly. it's going to create universes, universes, so that we can just play it out, right? Exactly. We can play out historic stuff, right? Right, right. So the odds that we're the first to get there, rather than one of the simulations, is so crazy against that. That, may, that like makes it, sense. It's astronomical. They're, they're yeah. like it. You'd have to be almost dumb to think that we're the first one. Well, I mean, well, they, there there are videos that show NASA footage yeah. in high frequency um, uh, video footage. You know, X ray uh, yeah. footage, different different types of of uh, vi camera vision. Yeah, you know, like night vision and yeah. whatnot. But um, and and they show these things entering and exiting our atmosphere in different frequencies yeah and as they move in they they appear and disappear but the frequencies constantly are, right they, yeah, yeah the frequencies yeah. are going up and down yeah and this is how they exist or or not yeah because that frequency is changing as as they're getting closer to us and they need to land or come come in yeah they begin to get closer to something we exist in yeah and yeah, so yeah the yeah. frequency begins to be vis visible now yeah you understand and when they when they're not there, they're just not there yeah. to, to us. But they they're just in a different frequency, so to speak. And this is how people explain ghosts and shit like that. As yeah, well. yeah. That's what I've, I've always thought that and, that's what ghosts are. I've always yeah. felt like ghosts were more of an imprint than an actual. Yeah, it's kind of like when you you remember the old tube TVs when you would shut them off and yes, the silhouette and would say, every, "Yes." It's kind of like you know, hey, that's that guy. Way to that, put it. that guy used to sit in, sit in that chair. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like his vibe, his energy is still lingering in that house yeah. or where you used to be or the things. You used to do, yeah. You know, what I mean, it's not necessarily that there's a person there, but his presence is. Have you heard of uh, Skinwalker Ranch? No. Okay, so this one you got to go in on. <laughs> it sounds fucking. Yeah, you're gonna fucking love it. But so Skinwalker Ranch is an actual ranch, right? This is this is that that part is like confirmable. Like you can check that out, and that it's owned by Bigelow Aerospace now. They're they're the ones who bought it, but it was actually a family's ranch, and. uh I think it was like a mom, dad, and two kids. And they would always report things. They'd see shit, balls shit. of lights, all these different things, right? But even stranger things, right? One of the big ones was like a this giant wolf. Oh, shit. There was also this thing that appeared under a tree that seemed, like they said, the best way to describe it is it looked like just like a blob. And it was interacting with like this other blob. Plasma or something. Yeah, yeah. And they're like... But very, it, it saw them, it, it, it escaped from them. Like, so oh, uh, after enough reports happened, um, Bigelow Aerospace came in. And now, so Robert Bigelow, right? Robert Bigelow is basically Iron Man. 
right? <laughs> like he's that dude. Like he's he's a believer. He said he's had an experience with UFOs, but he's also the largest supplier of aeronautics and air, basically everything NASA puts in the air comes from Bigelow Aerospace. Bigelow Aerospace is also within the race with Tesla to get to Mars first, oh, right? Oh, shit. That's so, awesome. Yeah, so they're like, um, he's the real dude. He's the real deal. Multi-billionaire. Uh, and apparently he even houses in Vegas at the, at Bigelow Aerospace in Vegas. There is a room there that's been reported many times that it it had one, it had to be constructed because at some point they came into contact with some um, materials from whatever one of these crafts or whatever and I, and the report was that a piece of it got sucked out of a building and it went through three stories of a building and basically this weird yeah basically gone so they constructed this this uh building that the government actually rents from time to time it's basically un- impenetrable right like it's made out of who knows but it's where they keep a lot of this material and um, Bigelow's been like open about it. Like he's just, he's given interviews. People kind of see him like as like a, uh, just like a Tony Stark character, kind of oh, like shit. eccentric, rich dude. And they don't ever know like if he's bullshitting. But when you found out, like when I found out that he was investing in Tom DeLonge's company, that he bought Skinwalker Ranch and that he has. There's a Bigelow in San Diego. So wait, right? so you're saying he's trying to reverse engineer some he's trying, a piece of some yeah, and alien the, spacecraft? And so the thing is, like, well, not just that, probably all of it, whatever technology oh, we have. Shit. Because the government, the best way they can handle this technology is in the private sector, right? Because they don't have to, like, divulge anything. It's private. Like, yeah. he doesn't have to tell anybody shit. Yeah. And so... Everybody for like Podesta even confirmed like for a long time basically Bigelow was their drop off guy because wow. he was willing to spend the money to house most of this stuff, get the security to do it. They say he has like an army. You know these, these it, it boils down to the same basic yeah um, uh, the thing between science and religion. You yeah, know what I mean like you're you're looking at uh, Christianity is the only one or you know religion is the only one that's going to challenge. The thought of you know is there life out there? Yeah, yeah. Because it, it like you're saying, science is, has already proven factually because um, statistically. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, the same way that we're here, like within there, our galaxy, right? Isn't there like the same 10, elements? 000? The same elements yeah. that made us are out there already. We've right. already found habitable planets. We know they're out there. And if the universe we, is infinite, yes, then there has to be. Yeah, obviously, it's just the, mathematical. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? But sci- but religion will argue that, you know, just like yeah. they, they want to argue that, you know, they, we, the Earth's been around, what, 3,000, 2,000 years? Where dinosaurs, that comedian was like, those are here to, uh, I forgot what he said, to uh, challenge the word of God or something. <laughs> the comedian's like, you're challenging me, you're pissing me off. But, yeah, but, yeah, there's people who believe, you know, there's people who believe that all the dinosaur bones are faked. But it's just interesting yeah. how intelligent people will let something like religion push away logic it's for a minute <laughs> like you just it's always been crazy I, I, it's nice to have faith but mm-hmm. don't blind yourself and make yourself dumb you yeah I, I, mean? think, like, I think one of the problems <laughs> like the problem is what it's when people try to assume that they know 
Yeah. Like when you, I know. My faith says it's this yes. and I know it's this and I know. Yeah. No, you don't know nothing because the universe is a fucking mystery. Right, right. So Like we literally are on just some rock out in fucking You're here space. to keep asking infinite. questions, dude. Right. That's it. You know yeah. what I mean? Knowledge is infinite. Keep asking. Keep learning. So any more UFOs? Have you seen any? Honestly, I I, I think I did see one, but I, I, I was a little out of it at the moment. So <laughs> it could have been just a helicopter or something. <laughs> but I, I haven't had an experience like that um in the city for a long time yeah because i've been i haven't been traveling like i used to yeah i, I used to at least get away i used to go to like havasu and, and dry, take that drive out there where there's nothing it's just crops and shit yeah. you know but um but i haven't done that in a while i kind of been uh laying low and just working you get on to see music. the rockets closer though right isn't like doesn't tesla fire from around here somewhere i don't know yeah I, a little north of you i think yeah well yeah. I, I haven't been keeping up with any of that yeah stuff. they shot a tesla into space, a car, yeah, is an I, actual like. I saw that. So silly, the fucking like, moon man sitting in. You know what I mean? Thing. Like, if there's a higher consciousness, if, if, like, if a real spaceship's going by, he's going. Monkeys. Look at this fucking retard. <laughs> yeah, look at yeah. The monkeys learn yeah. how to make tools. How he's, cute. Yeah, <laughs> telling all the other aliens, please don't go there. Yeah, just you, just leave them alone. Just go past that one. <laughs> you don't want to stop there. Yeah, take some cows. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. a few dumb people. Yeah, just good luck, man. Dude, do you feel like? Like this year, are you are you back to the point where you're excited again this year? Like artistically, like where you're like, ah, this feels like it I feel like once a, felt. Yeah, I do. I feel yeah. like a kid again, man. I for a while I didn't know if I could make music again. I didn't know if I wanted to. Um, and like I said, I was jaded by the music industry, so yeah. I, I literally thought, you know, fuck it, I'm just gonna leave this shit behind me and start like. Nine to fiving, a regular job. Couldn't do it, man. And I couldn't do it. I did it. I loved it. Yeah. I, obviously, I've most of my life I've worked construction. Like no matter how yeah. much I've DJed, I've been able to take off with my buddies who got companies, construction like contractors and shit. Yeah. And I'll go just bust my ass and build some houses. Cause yeah. That, that I know how to do. But this was like a regular, you know, straight up nine to five, clock in, clock out, wow. kind of thing. And I, I, I wanted to give it a shot and. The whole time I was I was unhappy, not because I was working, but because I I wasn't doing what I love. You know, what I mean, like music for me to leave so, to do something my whole life and then just leave it and turn my back on it. It was heartbreaking. Yeah, and I just I didn't feel like myself. So at some point I was like, you know what, you, you need to get back into what you love, and just like you found a way to always make money at it, you can do the same thing. Is there's a way to a way to get everything done. Yeah. There's, there's an answer that's so, just everything. problem solving. Yeah, problem right. solving. Break your head on this, make it happen. But the point is that musically, I am today where I've always dreamt I, I could be. Yeah, like, yeah. I never thought I could just pick up these instruments and play them. I never thought I could just, you know, bond with somebody like Frankie. You yeah. Know? And, and I do have a drummer. I do have a bass player. We do have people that we've connected with the same way. They're not like, in, in other groups or yeah. known or anything like that, yeah. but they will be because these kids are all fucking gifted. Yeah. You know, I'm bringing something to the table that I don't think hip hop has ever brought and I don't think rock has ever brought. Yeah. This ain't no Lib Biscuit. And I I got love for all those dudes, yeah. especially Lethal, but it ain't hip hop rock like that. It ain't rock hip hop. It ain't, it just has some of that shit. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You'll hear it a little later. It's more genre bending. I'll show you a little bit of it. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I've only shown. One, two other people. One, Dope. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. So, and we'll have to kill those two. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> okay, cool. Eddie, go start the car. <laughs> Yo, I, I, I will tell you this, man. What, it, get, just not to 
get off the subject because I know we we're talking about aliens for a minute, but I, you know, I've told you that I've had my experiences where I do feel like I've been abducted. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I literally feel like yeah. I had an experience that I can't explain and I try to wake up out of and I try to wake the person up next to me. And to this day, I don't know if it was a dream or it really happened to me, but yeah. as a child, I had it reoccurring, uh, uh, recurring yeah. to me. You know what I mean? I had that recurring dream where I was waking up being chased and, and tr trying to wake up from this thing. Sometimes I couldn't move and there were these monsters. And as I got older, I started thinking, oh, what if that's, you know, that shit? Yeah. Well, honestly, everything f from even those experiences as, as a child mm -hmm. were, were incorporating in the music. Like everything. Oh, wow. Everything. It could be about aliens. It could be about the government. It could be about just a anything. Wow. You, you never know. I just want to let my brain just... Blah, I just explode yeah. music, you know what I mean? And that's, that's what so dope. I want everybody that I'm working with to be able to express that as well, you know? Yeah. It's it, it's letting your imagination fl just flow, you know? Yeah. If you really got a gift and you could do that musically, come here and let's put this beautiful picture together between, you know, us four or five yeah. people and, and make it happen. Wow, man. And, I'm I, and I'm, wa I'm watching what everybody else is doing, and I'm just glad yeah. that nobody sounds like this. Like, yeah. what I'm doing is so unique, dude, that I, I'm really excited. P the few people that I've shown it to, those two people both tell me that it sounds like they could picture it being like even on the radio or something. Yeah. I, mean, I never made music like that, and I don't think I don't hear it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they, they're like, dude, this could be like on, on, a, on a, I think on a bigger scale if you presented it to, to the to the right people that somebody I'm not I don't want that I don't yeah. want a record deal yeah. I don't want to shop it I don't want to sell it I don't want none of that shit yeah I, I just want to give it away if someday in the future I want to do an album like that maybe but this isn't that yeah this is just me pouring out my imagination and just getting a fix of finally letting out something that's been brewing inside of me all my life dude you got people like salivating right now and they gotta wait till 2019 <laughs> are you going to like start leaking shit more yeah i am okay. i am i mean right now all i'm doing is putting out pictures and right. images that i want people to perceive start associating, it, start associating with, right? it with yeah. us with you know and it's, lately I've been thinking, I don't just want to put this picture out. I'm going to put some sound behind it. Yeah. And they're not even sounds that are on the album. Yeah. I'm just like hitting. It's just your feeling. It's just my imagination. Yeah. But yeah. Every time. So each one of these pictures that I'm putting out are unique in their own way. Yeah. They're just an artistic And expression. that's on your Instagram where? Uh, at, at DJFM? It, I have one at The American Bastards uh -huh. and the at Official DJFM. Okay. B both of them have it. And if you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, um, or anywhere podcasts are found now, uh, you can come over to platformcollection.com right now, see all those links and the, and the rest of uh, DJ FM's links. Yo, man, we need to do this more often. We can't be letting five years go <laughs> no by. Doubt. You know what I mean? Like, it's got to be way more often. I appreciate you, brother. I love you. Like, you're definitely one of those dudes who's not changed a bit in accepting good ways since the first time I met you, man. And, awesome. that, and I know Thank this you. business, this shit is hard. That's hard to yeah. find. So I <laughs> Thank toast you. you for that, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Much love here, too, man. I was excited about you guys coming down. You're yeah, way the hell out there in San Diego. I'm back over here now. I know, man. But, hey, you're, you got a home right here, man. Anytime. Thank you, brother. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah, God bless.
biggest reason for war Before money in the power door Hour of death was blessed a little more Rigor mortis Bullets come like a killer chorus Humming songs of the afterlife like psycho artists My mind rolls where the streets hardest I give my life to my people till I end up in a stone garden Or hang before I take a king's pardon If the clowns keep the streets down Rebellion by the crowd is started My six quadrant is a hell's cauldron In the belly of the beast where we're murdering a big sergeant Blue soldiers walking red paths with death masks We see it all in ceremony Massacres with bloodbaths It's known as apocalypse now Surreal battles in the end of time Done Francis Coppola style Ain't no other way of stopping the shroud of dark Only with the light till my last breath I fight then I'm out that was that you guys did yeah man like listening to it back it's it's really cool to like okay you know what's one of the things and we we talked about it a little bit on the show how like we do this california thing this california latino thing where everybody's mexican to us right (laughs) yes and um (laughs) it was funny man i don't it's it's a little deep but we definitely like Seeing seeing FM being genuinely happy and seeming like he found himself again, you know, mm-hmm. I, it was the first time where you know he was saying something. I was watching him talking. He said something, and he just, you know, how he gets really animated, right? Yeah. And I was like, I finally saw DJ FM as my Cuban friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, wow, he. Why did I was a missing how Cuban? DJ FM is because he is Cuban. Yeah, I definitely think. I mean, it, I, it, I go back to what I had said in the beginning of that, where it's when someone finds their true self. Yeah, if that makes sense, that it will uh, other It'll, things blossom. Yeah, around right. You, and it's like whoa, like yeah, what? you're seeing him like yeah. unfiltered, and it, I'd never seen that side of him. And yeah, so shut DJ FM, you're Cuban. I know you knew, but we acted like we didn't. Yes. So, yes, it's really super dope to see him uh, grow, keep growing. After putting so many years into the business already, he's still growing. And that's kind of the point of being an artist. Hopefully, young artists who listen, take note of that. Here's a veteran who's just seemingly like unwilling to bend to anybody's uh, box that they try to put him in and consistently reinventing himself over and over because like all people, we constantly change or you should be changing drastically Mm -hmm. all the time or you're not really living anymore. Right. So shout out to DJ FM. He's an inspiration. You'll catch him again. He's going to come back on uh, with his group that he talked about, man. That's going to be really, really dope. So uh, look out for that coming up really soon. And again, if you're listening to this 
on podcast uh, streaming devices, yes. podcast apps. Go over to platformcollection.com right now. And uh, I don't know, drop us a note. Maybe, uh, you know what? Why don't you do this? Go to iTunes, search Crappy Awesome, leave us a comment, and we'll read it on the next show. Definitely. Cool? All right, man. We'll talk to you guys later. Eddie? Don't flush. Wait, fl- you may not flush the toilet. God damn. Damn it. Did it again. Platformcollection.com. Platform